I got laid off. I got fired. I got fired. But here's the thing. I was a binge guy. I remember seeing her at the local titty bar. I feel dirty right now just telling it into a microphone. We're broken around here. Working man is Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Working Class Holes podcast. I'm your host, Ed McGowan, here in the break room with my co-host, Josh Accardo. What's up, Baby. Buddy? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> good. Good to see you. Yeah, bro. Doing the pod, baby. Yeah, we're in the break room. Doing it up. Yeah, dude. It looks looks good in here. Yeah, it's nice, right? You got, I like that you got the guys nice and set up. How, uh, <laughs> how much time did you put into that? <laughs> okay, so I put in about... <laughs> 25 minutes solely into this portion because it's about the um the progression like i had to i didn't realize this. i had to do the fucking lights first it's so funny to me how different we are like how similar we are in so many things and then how different we are yeah. my office at home i have one rock poster i have a ween framed poster on the wall this is like this is so nice in here we could never do this at my place <laughs> i am i appreciate that i work really hard on i still live nice. like a drug addict <laughs> i just think when you told me that originally about how you only had like a one poster hanging up it reminded me my little brother until probably damn near 30 had a giant bob marley poster with a blunt in his mouth i mean yeah. i don't even know if they sell this poster <laughs> that big anymore it took his, his whole wall like, he had to get it from some specialty store. Yeah, I don't even think he likes reggae. I think it's just he has such a huge blunt that he so hung it up. That's like that. That's like you have the Bob Marley poster and then the John Belushi college. The college, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those, those are the, the, those are the two. Yeah. Uh, well, since this is our first episode, I think we probably should talk about the genesis and you know what differentiates us from the billions of other podcasts, right? I think that's probably a smart thing to do. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think we classified this together pretty well where working class means doesn't mean you don't make any money because you can be a millionaire and be working class. Working class to us means the job you're doing, you probably break a sweat at. Yeah. And totally. when you and I started doing the road a lot together, a lot of people that might know us now, we, we worked the road a lot together. And when we were talking about, you know, before we came up with the show, we were thinking like, because the work we do on the shows we've been doing, the fucking lifting of things, the dealing with the public, it's a working class job. Remember this? We were talking about this. Bro, the the amount of extension cords and power supplies that I pack for a road gig is crazy. It's, it's like, insane. Dude, I've never, this is like, yeah, no, I feel like, um, I'm like, I got, like, what are we, what are we running, 220? <laughs> Was that, remember that old Mr. Mom? Hey, what do you got, 220 in there? 220, 221. Uh, no, dude, like, the gear that, like, I got clips. I feel like a gaffer. You yeah, know no, what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm on, like, set. Okay. And to be fair, we're just older dudes that, comparatively speaking, you know, I've been doing comedy a long time. You, not as long. But right. we lived quite a bit of life where a lot of people now you know, in our field, they don't relate to quite a bit of things that we relate to, especially from a working standpoint, right? Like, sure. I know a lot of people that would not want to do any of the shit that we do or be that prepared right. while doing it. Well, I, so, you know, when I was doing, uh, I was doing a little bit of road work before the pandemic, and every gig we would show up to, there was no, I'd always had to ask for an extension cord. There was mm -hmm. no like lights. We, you know, we were always just kind of figuring it out, stealing stuff from the place and kind of, you know, just, 
just yeah. putting on. And I'm like, I have all this gear in my apartment. See, Why not just put a bag together and, no and bring it with me? You know what I mean? So like, I, I started doing, you know, I when the pandemic hit, I lost out on a lot of work because, you know, a lot of my money's made on the road. You know, my club spot money here is little to none, sure. basically. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, how do I get these gigs going? And I realized that people would want to do outside gigs. And I said, all right, I'm going to just buy, you know, I'm an asshole. I just bought, you know, $1,000 worth of shit. Like, hey, these lights. And I've ended up, thank God for us, using all this stuff, the PA and all that. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I'm just like, if I'm going to do it, why not do it so perfect like I'm obsessed with being efficient and maybe that's an old guy thing but it's, I feel like it's a working class thing like I want to I remember they told a story about my grandfather in the Marines that he would sleep with his boots on so he had an extra five minutes to, to sleep because uh, he would wait he hated waking up early yeah. when he was in boot camp yeah, yeah, yeah. he got the nickname boots because he would sleep in it's just like dumb yeah you like that's I would rather yeah, yeah. sleep in my boots kind of shit such like a great grandfather story too <laughs> I have like my grandfather stories. I only have good grandfather stories from my mom's grandfather. My dad's grandfather, they're just all like, just crazy. You know, he's just a yeah. curmudgeon. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just hilarious. Didn't that enjoy he was his just, family at all. <laughs> right? He's, just, he's sitting there. It's not funny beer. how many of those guys just didn't enjoy their family. And even yeah. if they did, it was shown in such a shitty That's way. That. You, they were just, you know, he was just, I mean, as a, I thought he was the greatest as a grandfather, but like, cause he always gave me 10 bucks. Yeah. Hey, you know, go find a, <laughs> go find an ice cream guy. Um, but then when we were li when I was living, cause I lived with him for a little while, um, you know, he just sat in front of the TV, drank beer and what, uh, yeah. you know, he had I a lawn chair, he brought a lawn chair inside. in the house. <laughs> That's real Philadelphia <laughs> trash, huh? <laughs> totally. I mean, you probably are stag, in the hall of fame. Stag of newspapers with a, with a, uh, a lawn chair in the living room, uh, with a can of like bush light. So it's like a constant vacation, the saddest <laughs> vacation you could ever go on from your bed to your lawn chair. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That says so much about you. Your grandfather went from his bed to his lawn chair. <laughs> My grandfather used to do the same thing, but it was a couch, and he would uh, smoke a bunch of Chesterfields. I mean, he must have smoked three packs a fucking day, and he would have a extra empty pack to hawk loogies in. Oh. He ended up dying of emphysema. Uh, oh, yeah, but right. he's, no wonder yeah. he's spitting. Yeah, yeah, right. I remember there would always be one of my lawn. cousins, like a like a baby, would grab it and put their mouth on it, and the guy would never get rid of it. You would think like... Oh. Why not the first time you're it? But years of kids putting that shit in their mouth. Just That's how they learn. Bit. Just That's low life learn. shit. I love, I love that old, because that was more like my mom's grandfather was like, that's how you, you learn by, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, by, by literally getting your ass yeah, handed exactly, to you. Yeah, exactly, totally. You could never talk somebody into like logic. You had yeah. to like let them almost die for it's that like to happen. It's like De Niro, let it bleed, let it bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Sit there, let it bleed. <laughs> so when we were like, we should do a podcast associated with the fact that we're both pretty working class dudes, but we're also, we're not saying that we don't want to make money or be famous or have luxurious things. We want that shit. We're not above it, but we just, I think that's just kind of our blood type. I don't think there's any way around it. I'm a pretty working class guy. No matter what is happening around me or what I have, it's always, there's always something I'm doing. There's always like some soap 
dispenser I'm gonna add water to instead of oh. even though I have uh, things filled with soap to put in there totally. I'm gonna add like I did that the other day and she's like totally. why, why would you do that oh I would totally I just, I'm well, like, because why not I'm gonna get all I the will, soap out of this that's that. never leaving me yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could have a billion do. dollars and I'm doing yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like all right we should do a show talking about that yeah. and you were talking about your fucking TGIF job and I'm thinking dude we have worked the jobs and, and then you said to me which was so great uh is this what we're doing now better than waiting tables? <laughs> as I'm like, it was a tough night. As I'm dragging, car breaking I'm down, packing everything in, the car broke down. I'm like, I kind of, I would, I don't know that I don't want to go back to waiting tables right now, dude. This is brutal. I love it though. It, oh, it's it. the best. I was driving over. How long has it been? Has it been two weeks since we've been on the road now? A week and a half? Yeah, it's been a minute. I kind of miss it. I, dude, that, was, <laughs> that last run was great, dude. Right? Oh, dude, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last show was. <laughs> <laughs> the bird, the bird hit me up, and he was like, "Hey, I posted a picture from that Wrath Skeller uh, gig." Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, "He was like, man, where was that place? At Black Dog?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Black Dog." He's like, "Man, how was it?" And I'm like, "That was all right, you know, but beautiful place." But I think the average age was like 70 years old. That was the second one? That was the, the one with the one paintings the on the wall. Oh, okay. Remember in that yeah, the weird bait, the yeah, Raskeller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, man, see, that's the hard part is that I'm so grateful to have a gig and I'm so grateful to make real money. Like, not money where I break even, but like real money. Yeah, where, you yeah, know, yeah. we come back making some money. Yeah. But at the same time, it does remind me of quite a few jobs I've had for you. Like, I'm glad to have a job, but sometimes this shit is. For the birds. I mean, I I love how tough I am for it now because performing for people in their 70s and you got an act that works in the city yeah. and has to work out there. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah. just have one kind of act. Right. You got to have an act that works with 70-year-old Republicans and an act that works for 25-year-old woke people in the village. It's just like a fucking crazy world to be in right now when you're just a road comic not selling tickets. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's I mean, that's how you find out if a joke is like special worthy. Yeah. Right? Like that's the that's the test, right? Mm -hmm. But it's so funny to me you're talking about because it it so reminds me of like like making real money, but like and then also, you know, we went out in Pittsburgh and kind of burned it all. Like it's such <laughs> it really a did. it's such like a waiting tables job. Like I remember going. It's like you get some hands on your money and you're I like, would, just dude, burn a hole in my pocket. I, so I remember when I was living in South Philly, I would go to TGI Fridays, you know, for my Friday night shift, and you would take like a twenty dollar bank with you, right? So you can yeah, make change, yeah. and then making like two hundred dollars, hundred eighty bucks or something like that, you know. So then I'm I'm going home with like two hundred, but except I'm not going home. <laughs> I'm going out till, problem. till yeah. 6 a.m. I'm walking home with less than $10 in my pocket. Like, I lost money. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so stupid because it's so worth it in your brain. Well, I mean, in, also, in a, when you, if you're a drug addict, too. I, mean. I actually looked at It's so funny you brought this up because I looked at my credit card statement last week uh -huh. out of all the money. Because we went out. Like We took we a buddy out. of ours out. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, and cheap city. We bang for our buck. Oh, we had we, a great time. We, we did we, some fun stuff, yeah. but... I was like, dude, you made money this trip, and I think you might have spent oh, all dude, of I, it. I think, yeah, no, I think it was, it, a, I we, think it was a, it was a wash. Yeah, 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 but it was good to see fucking peanuts. Yeah, it was. It was Zaki good to see boy. him. Yeah, I. Uh, 
I was just thinking about how uh, with that guy burping up Pramont. What is that, Pramontes? Oh. That might have been the worst. Oh. <laughs> I love that dude, but him burping up Pramontes. Oh. Peanuts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it reminds me of this. I used to work with this. Um, I used to work at this used car lot and not a good one, like an indie shitty. I mean, it was attached to a titty bar where oh. the women were were very much the joke of all the titty bar jokes, like the girl with the bullet wound, the oh, girl sure, with sure. the yeah, Syrian yeah, yeah. section scar, all that yeah. stuff, right? The pregnant one. Yeah. The, no, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Total. And during the day, there would there would be you know four or five girls working because it was right near. There's a lot of military in San Diego, so there's a lot of military people around. So they would have the day, and they would whatever they would go to a titty bar. So did the owner of the uh, car lot own the titty no, bar? He no, he wasn't like big just... time like that. I mean, that <laughs> big time. <laughs> so this piece of shit place I worked in, man, is about 2004, and the dude who was the GM, I, I feel like he was skimming. I, there was a lot of dirt going on in oh, there, sure. right? Yeah. And uh, he refused to fix the toilet. One day, he, one day he took a massive dump in the toilet and it clogged, and he never called a plumber in because the guy who owned the building refused to pay for it, so he didn't, the GM didn't want to pay for it. So we used to have to piss outside, so when we would be pissing outside, the girls would be smoking cigarettes in the back. So I remember meeting a number of very uh, weathered women uh, with my dick in my hand urinating back there. And I used to say, just I loved every minute of it. A lot of, of coffee today. <laughs> every minute. Sometimes I would fake having to take a piss, hoping to run into one of the strippers. <laughs> Uh, this place so was good. trash, dude. Oh, dude. And I work uh, with this old man who oh, used to burp like that. That's why. Oh, okay. Are we bringing it back to that? <laughs> that's, that's how I dude, got there. <laughs> I, the uh, the I, I love a good trashy strip club, though. I remember we oh, went it's to the best, uh, especially when you go. I was in. Uh, we went for a buddy's. Uh, it was a bachelor party. We went to Allentown, Pennsylvania. That just sounds like it would have. Oh man! Like steelworkers' wives working there. Oh, dude, it was so trashy. It was <laughs> my wife, awesome. Franco Harris. <laughs> it's my wife, Franco Harris. <laughs> Give her a tip, will you? Come on. <laughs> Put a dollar in there. Man. You want to see an immaculate reception? <laughs> Let her take you back in the champagne room. Franco, take him back. <laughs> Fucking her Franco. beard is just like Franco Harris's beard. <laughs> It's all fucking edged up. Like she just got back from the barbershop. <laughs> and you remember when, speaking of fucking beards, and Promontis, that lady straight up had a goatee. Oh, remember that? Dude. She had that thin, manicured mustache. Yeah. With a pretty handsome looking guy, too. Yeah. That was wild. That was, I didn't know what the fuck I was. That was wild. Yeah, that's a, that's a gritty fucking town, Pittsburgh, man. I love it. I, I, like I love a, a gritty town. I, I yeah, like yeah. Pittsburgh. Well, I a mean, lot. I'm from Philly. Like yeah, Philly's like not too totally far off. gritty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss Philly. But that job, I they used to do this thing. They had this Filipino dude straight from the Philippines, and he was like, I don't even know if he was a licensed person, but this guy could make any car run. He could fucking. There used to be Marines that would bring their car 
their cars in with the trannies blown out mm-hmm. because when they get I deployed, think, I think you're supposed to say transsexuals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh man, <laughs> let me cross this myself. Is, I'm so 2023, Josh. <laughs> I, uh, I, I would. They would get these cars in from these dudes, and it was around like early 2000s. So we were in Afghanistan. So these guys were getting sent out tons, and they would drive they would race the cars drive it to hell and then they would trade it in or they would try to get any money they could for it yeah and uh this dude this filipino guy would they would, they would say hey honey rig it his name was myron this fool with this fucking one brown tooth he would just put in some concoction he had in a his like special <laughs> bottle I don't know what, what was do you in think this thing. It was in it, I have no idea. Some tr- crazy ass Filipino shit. Like I'm part Filipino, and I I kind of know that culture pretty well. And Filipino people don't play. They're Spanish and it, like Asian people smashed oh, right. together. They yeah, don't. Right, they, right. They're super fiery, uh-huh, and uh-huh. they will fucking figure. It could fix and figure anything out. It's insane how resourceful of a people the Filipinos are. I, I like to think that like that honey rig like. Somebody touched. Hey, don't get that on your hands. <laughs> I mean, do it not, would probably do, burn through. If, that, if you ever want to have kids, do not get that on your hands. <laughs> Some guy's knocked out cold. That's what they put underneath his fucking face so he wakes up. Oh, I, this, so they would get a car. The tra- transmission would be blown. And Myron would go in and he would throw this shit in there. And the car would run like a dream for like 100 miles. So anyone who drove it. And then we'd bring it back. Yeah. And it would be like, well, you fucked it up. Yeah. I, I mean, they know. were just, they yeah. were criminals, man. That's awesome. I love, we, we talked about this before. I love a good scam. Yeah. Like oh, you scheme, would love this like, one. More like a scheme. I'm more of a scheme. I like a scheme yeah. as opposed to a scam. Well, you, scam feels immoral. You, a scheme, but a scheme is like, it's right in front of your face. If you can't figure yeah. it out. It's like if oh. I'm playing Scrabble with you. And I add an S to it, and it makes it a double word. Like, is that should I feel bad about that? Like, yeah. y- if you had an S, you would add a, d- a double. I mean, it's like I know 100%. that's a weird. I'm a little bit of a stoner, so that's like a weird, yeah, you know, a- analogy. Yeah. But the yeah, point right. is, I'm feel, playing the game, aren't it, you? It feels like you're cheating, but you're not. No, yeah, yeah, yeah right, so I right. play. It's like that's when Bill scheme. Belichick like does an onside kick. First yeah. play of the game, like totally. so, so cool, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, play, or, or he has a guy waiting. Like he got off the field, but he's on the field still, and then he fucking throws him the ball because yeah, no one. Right. Like, you're not like paying attention. Yeah, exactly. And that's called watching game film. Like I watch game film. Your defense does not pay attention. Now we're doing a sports podcast. Now we're talk <laughs> about the draft. You want to get into the draft, bro? Like my, my Eagles are looking good, dude. <laughs> no, we'll be here all day. But we were like, we took this serious. Like we gotta stay more on topic. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're dumping into Howie Roseman's fault. He's a genius. This guy, I'm telling you. Dude, you can't. There's not enough articles talking about how what a genius he is. He's it's, unbelievable. It's, it's hilarious. The, I love it. What he did in that so first good. round is insane. They they are going all in. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I have back to like scheme versus scam. Big, I'm a Well, big, you're a waiter. Yeah. You were a waiter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was a waiter scam you used to do? Oh. What's well, like a good waiter scam? Okay, here's... So here's a scheme. I'll give you, sorry, scheme. I'll give you a busboy. Uh, here's a here's just a busboy. So when I started, I guess I was like 18. I, were, I was working at a hula hands. I was a busboy. Me and uh, Todd Delinsky, and we would get so baked, just so baked. And we were making, you know, it was, you know, the 90s. We were making like 100 bucks a night, 18 year old kids, plus like five bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Like it was like great. It was yeah. awesome. And. Uh, <sighs> 
but you were the busboy. So like if that dishwasher didn't show up, you had to like fill in yeah. as the dishwasher. So one night I'm I'm like I'm back there washing dishes and Todd's the bu- only busboy on the floor and he comes back and he gives me a it was like a, a half a steak and he goes uh he goes, "Yo, check this out." I go, "What was this from a table?" He goes, "Yeah, but dude, you should have seen her. I would have eaten her ass." <laughs> I was like, all right, give me a knife. <laughs> Don't you just love ma- male logic? Don't. Like, she was so hot, I would have let her spit in my mouth. Therefore, you if I was willing food. to do that if I met her in a bar, yeah. I'm going to eat her food. Uh, so not really a scheme or a scam, but just a... That's a just that, a depressing <laughs> moment in your life where you're just eating that I, I look throwaways. I, I look back on fondly. A depressing moment in my life that so I cherish. You just started in your face lit up. I, you have been that happy since I've been around you. <laughs> you talking about eating some hot chicks trash food? Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was good. I don't know. What was some good? I mean, the scams though. I mean, here's the real like scams. It was like pills, selling and buying pills. That was always like I would get oh. those when I was working at TGI Fridays in, on South Street. There was this dishwasher that um, his girlfriend was a. Uh, she was a nurse, and she uh-huh. he used to get Xanax, uh, like just sacks of Xanax, and he would sell me, oh, God, he would sell me, I remember I bought, I had like 80 bucks, I must have bought, I don't know, it was like 150 Xanax, like, so it was less than a dollar yeah. a pill, and I was just the candy man. That you night. can't get that now, right? I don't even know what Xanax costs now. I mean, drugs, I mean, this is going back so long. Yeah, ago, yeah. You know? I mean, like, the prices, the money, it doesn't really. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that, and not to cut you off, I'll get back, it just, there was a dude that you know we know actually that works at a local place here that you and I are at a lot here in the city and I remember one time I found a bunch of they were probably like oxys or something oh wow but I didn't I don't do that shit yeah, so right. I had to like look up the so code they had, they had like a thing on the printer yeah, 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 yeah and then what did you do you found them or he yeah, gave them I found to them you, you no found I just them. found them I forgot how bath I was in a Bathroom. So, how many did you find about? Like a bag? I was fifteen. Ooh, wow. Yeah. So this dude, I was like, man, I don't do drugs. I mean, I, I don't know if I should talk about me. So I just said, how if you left some money on the floor and these were sitting there, how much money would you leave on the floor? And he told me, and he was probably one of the hardest working waiters I've ever met in my whole life. Oh, wow. So it's like, that yeah. must be a thing then. Oh, drugs Because of the, drugs the I'm Russia. talking about the pill stuff. Yeah, pills, yeah, for sure. Because you were saying that's like, that was the, the scheme, is just moving pills. Yeah, moving pills, coke. I mean, I would... Uh, Why is that? It's the hours and on the feet? It's or just it's a, a party life. job? It's just a, it's a party job. Because Working in a restaurant. Okay. Working in a restaurant is a total party job. Like, I worked at a place where the sous chef... I, the sous chef, the... the uh, the daytime uh, pastry chef was he a pastry chef? I forget what his, but they were both like coke dealers, um, oh, and man. like the bar manager. Like it's just, I mean, that whole it's that good sugar. Yeah, you did that you get that sugar? You want that good sugar? Get that sugar. I like, I like a little bit of sugar in the sugar. morning. How about I spray some of this sugar down your ass crack? <laughs> and I snort it up. <laughs> Until you was numb. <laughs> you know, at the party where Nicholson's just dumping bags of coke oh, on yeah. chicks' twats and oh. they're just going down on each other. Damn. Fucking this guy's a working class hero. That <laughs> the, I honestly, I, but I don't want to, the part not my top five. No, 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 no. I didn't take, come on. Uh, We're yeah. not jumping into that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is not one of my top five either, but. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, good. For, I, There's I don't some know. moments. I had an argument with somebody, and and we went. He goes, "What's the top five then?" And I guess the fifth was the part. <laughs> well, he <laughs> hasn't made that many movies that I would good. say I was. I love that. You know, it's by three. Yeah, well, wait, Goodfellas I'm, is number one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Raging Bull could Raging be number Bull, one. Okay, one two right one, there. One two, right? and uh-huh. then. Uh, I mean, the part is better than Mean Streets. I, mean Streets, but see, I'll go Mean Streets three solely because it's so ahead of its time. True, true. And then what about like? Uh, what, I mean, I'm Gangs thinking of now. New York. You're not gonna do no. I'm gonna do uh, not Gangs of New York. With the Shelter Island. That I'm was kind of cool. Uh, I'm not gonna do last. Not last Temptation. I'm not gonna do no. That Rolling Stones. Wolf of Wall Street, I would throw in there. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street, I'd go above Departed. Yeah, so I would put that at four. Uh huh. Five might just have to be Departed. Yeah, I think we were doing this. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm like, that's not my title. He goes, no, what is it then? And I was going, yeah, I guess it's a fifth. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good, but he's, oh no, Casino. We forgot about Casino. I would move Casino casino to three. Yeah. If I'm being honest, Casino is better. I don't like the abuse of of voiceover, but it's shot so cool and it's aged so well. It's an era like in time that totally. we all want back for some reason. We're probably forgetting another like classic that everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully people like, actually listen to this show yeah, and right. write in and tell yeah. me how dumb yeah. I am. I would love that. Totally. But okay, so pills. Before scheme, we scam. <laughs> I want before I wrap the subject. I want to know: Is that the only? Th- I feel like there would be ways to skim money. Oh, totally. Okay. Oh, uh, somebody walked out. Somebody walked out. Okay. So like really, the obvious shit. They didn't really walk out. Okay. Right. Like I just had a table walk. All right, here's, I'll give you a good, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give, give you one good, before we end the subject, before I move on. Story. So it's South, I, I'm working in, uh, on South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, it's on a Friday night. and I love South Street. It's all, but it's, so it's all kids. It's yeah. all college kids. And um, there's this table, uh, these, these big black girls <laughs> at this one table. And I don't know what happened, <laughs> but she was like He loved big flirting. black girls She was, oh, totally, 100%. <laughs> But she was like flirting with this other to the guy at this other table, and the girl. Next thing you know, these two girls are going at it, like full on, like, like real the, Philly chicks fighting, dude, not like this crazy, hair like, pulling, like what, w- throwing w- chairs, like, throwing chairs, dude. W- it was. W- <laughs> I don't watch a lot of wrestling. WWE, <laughs> that's great. I don't yeah. uh, but well, yeah, dude, and in the middle, like there's just families dining. And there's just full, full brawl. chaos brawls. Tables are flipped over. Dude, food is just getting thrown around. It's like it people was, hate Philly. Dude, it was awesome. It was so cool. <laughs> what does that have to do with the scam? <laughs> oh, and then I went around and picked, got all my checks. Oh. And then said everybody left. Everybody walked. So I walked out with like 200 bucks, 300 bucks, probably like 400 bucks that night. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good run. Actually, it wasn't probably not because my night got ended early because they just stopped seating. Uh, Tables so you, were broken. So you just made up for your night. Yeah, I just made up for my night. Then a little extra. And then just went a little bit for all. trouble. Yeah. A little, a little bit for yeah, your trouble. It, wasn't, it was more of a scheme than a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I love the justification because it's true. I could, I could, if I could connect the dots. Yeah. It's a little bit. I, I trust yeah. my dot yeah, connecting. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, scam, scam is immoral. Right. I, I yeah. do point true north, but uh, I take trips every now and again. <laughs> Off the beaten path in the woods, I come back. The magnetic field gets a little bouncy sometimes, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> God, I love that. Uh, all right, so now we have to move on to gigs. And I was trying to think of what gig I can compare to some of my worst 
moments of being like a fucking grunt in the working force. And I was, I had a gig fairly recently, actually. And Bird sent me on it. And this fucking, right when you walk in, you know when you walk into a place and you're going, people in here really hate me. Oh. And I'm a paranoid dude. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I'm actually, you got to be right sometimes. I may think that all the time, but it really, I could feel the way they were interacting with me. Like, yeah. okay, this guy. You had just gotten on, it's before you even got on stage. You I haven't done anything. I'm just checking in. Because I know that feeling when I get on stage sometimes where I'm just like, oh, oh these yeah, people hate, fucking hate me. Oh man, this is not. oddly enough. I lately, when I get on stage, I'm really don't. I really don't care. I'm, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But I'm actually been really up. I've been getting myself really upset before I go on stage inside. Ah. It's been really helpful for me. Interesting. I go up angry already. I'm ah, really angry. That's good. Yeah, oh, that's great. Like laughably angry. Like I could yeah. laugh at how you, angry I, I am I when I get up there. Killing right off the top. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, it's so, it's been. I think it's going well. well. We now talking, that I've said it out loud, I've ruined it. Well, but. what were we talking about? So I fucking eat a dick. <laughs> we'll get back to your story. Yeah, but so yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. just eat it for twenty five <laughs> minutes, man. Just eating it so hard. They were tough though. And I, well, <laughs> they were tough. So I get off stage, and the ho- we had a host that night, and the host goes, "Yeah, this room is tough." And as soon as he, I go, he goes, "Yeah, I've been here before. These this crowd's always this is tough." And as soon as he says that, just roaring laughter behind me from Josh just roaring laughter I'm like yeah yeah real tough <laughs> fucking murder just murderous ways because I would like we had to we had to talk louder he had to console me at a higher decibel because the laughs were so loud behind me <laughs> that's like that so I get up for this gig and the dude who's behind the bar he won't look at me but he's giving instructions to his subordinate that she has to say to me but i am standing in front of you in front of me so he goes like here's the money but make sure they move the chairs and tables and then he trailed off i don't know what he said so i was just like okay whatever so we set the show up because you know these people don't they're not required to do anything it's like it's up to whoever's like I could easily just show up and get my money and not do any adjustments to the room. I think, but I think, it's necessary for me to put together a good show. So I actually physically with the opener go, let's make this look better and arrange these tables with their permission so we can give the best product to the audience. Plus, I'm using the the clips for my social media. I think you people know? might not understand too that um, like we're not. This isn't a comedy club. No, we're no, showing up. Yeah, I and, mean and, these these gigs, that, these road gigs that we're doing, these are like in like breweries, yeah, or like restaurants, really cool venues. Yeah. That you know, rarely do they ever have a performance space set up already. You have to kind of do it yourself. Which, hey, that's the name of the game. That's sure. what I agreed to. Yeah, 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 you know, and that's I think of we're not to beat the fucking horse here, but like that's a working class thing too. Yeah. Is like the acceptance of yeah. okay, would I want to be playing the improv? Friday and Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sold out six shows where I just get picked up from the airport. I get dropped off at my nice hotel. They take me to the fucking gig. They make sure like all my drinks are comped, all my food's comped. And then what I want to be doing that, I would love to be doing that. But this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I'm doing I mean, really good work out yeah. there. So I'm not mad at it. I just don't sell the tickets to be in those places yet. And that's, you know, but this is what it is. That's the that's the the grind of getting better and better and So I'm not hating on the hard work. That's no, the point before not. I get to yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the point is 
we get 60 people in there, right? Actually, one of those gigs with like young, attractive people in the fucking audience. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So already, I'm so kind of jazzed, yeah, like, you know, because right, yeah, the gigs right don't that. usually have that kind yeah, of shit. You know, yeah. it's hard audiences. Old people with older. Yeah, like I said. Yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. So I get done. The opener, you know, he has a girlfriend. I'm married, but you know, there's a lot of attractive women talking to us. Like, it's just fun to be around a track. My wife would say the same thing. It's yeah, fun when it's people fun. like your work and when you feel kind of desired. Like, I'm having a nice time. I'm not. We're just all a group of people are chatting for yeah, people listening to the out. show and trying to read. Like, I wasn't skull fucking anybody yet. All right, <laughs> I know what you're thinking, you Philadelphia scumbag, you. <laughs> Uh, dirt, dirt bag. Uh, let the record show the correction. Dirt bag. Dirt bag. <laughs> so I go up to get my money, and the girl legit says, "I'm not. I was told not to pay you until every one of those seats and tables are moved back to their exact locations." Dude. And I'm not saying like Dude. they were easily configured. They had a fucking diagram on the floor uh, it looked like a sh- you know those like uh, it's trying to get you off the path the different footsteps <laughs> it was like how would i know how to put your shit back that is arranged like this were they gonna help you in any way i was no i so i lost it yeah there was like a manager there uh, he had a really long hair like a white trash momoa uh-huh, uh-huh. and i they had axe throwing. I was looking for where the axes were. I was like not in a good space, dude. And I had been on a long run at that point sure, too. Yeah, and yeah, I think just and these burnt. people have all been rude to me. And yeah. especially when you're doing well, like if I was bombing, I right. probably would I probably would have just done it. Yep. But I was I was destroying. Yeah. Like people were like fucking yeah. there enjoying their product like yeah. if you saw someone helping your product why would you treat them like garbage it's, it's so insane to me because it's a two i get it's a two-way street right comics act like fucking assholes and then venues sour on the comics yeah and I then guess. the venues that are always great just so happens the people running those venues i mean i'm gonna be real aren't the greatest of people in comedy i mean i've been around a while they're not always Oh, you know, I know now every every booker now is like, oh, I do all, you know, I'm I mean, moral listen, code number one. I worked in advertising for years. Like, there's the some of the biggest scumbags in advertising. Comedy is like number, you know, I think it goes lawyer, <laughs> yeah, law, right? uh, advertising, and then like just comedy, the comedy industry, man. There's just a lot of just bad people involved. You Dude, know what I, mean? I was fucking hot. And Dude, I, I had to walk out. I had to call Bird. I had to like, it was fucked up. How did, and it then, how did it end? Did they- dude, listen to how it ended. I am, because, so here's what happens. I start to throw, I start to move chairs. Uh, aggressively? Aggressively. Yeah. I didn't throw anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just fucking just throwing them a little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. moving them yeah. in it's a way. It's kind of like how I, how I emptied the dishwasher <laughs> when my wife's sitting on the couch. You it know was I mean? not, trust me, it was not <laughs> passive aggressive and I probably shouldn't have been staring at the manager while doing it. The point is, he comes over and is very rude, but not in like he wants to fight or anything, but just like, we'll take care of it kind of thing. So then the opener's doing it and I feel bad that now I've caused a, now I feel like an asshole because I took it to a place where I let hit this guy get the best of me. I made myself look bad right? and I'm so angry. And now this dude who's, 
I don't care if I hate you. If we're on the bill together, I'm gonna do whatever I can to well, you're, to be cool. You're that's a team kind of. You, yeah, you, we're you, in it together, dude. I, yeah, this even is if you are an comic, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this when guy's comes, not an asshole, but I'm just saying. But when it comes speaking, to like comics versus the house, like you're team comic every time. Yeah, and it sucks Every time. because so many of us are scabs. Oh, yeah. It's just the worst. So anyways, this dude's a cool dude, and I didn't want to see him move tables. So I, I ended up putting my... They handed me the money in an envelope. And through all this bullshit, because I was so hot, and I needed to help this guy, I put it down. My money. And it's not a lot of money, but it's a lot of money for yeah, the gig money, yeah, right? it's the gig money. It's dude. the gig money. So I'm in the car. We're going to eat. I go, fuck, I think I left the money in the that shithole. And he's like, let me call him because I know like if you call, they probably will whatever. Right, right, right. So he calls these people. Uh-huh. They're not supposed to close for another hour and a half. We uh-huh. had just gotten our food. We're four minutes away from the location. Four minutes. He says, hey, we're about 30 minutes away. Do you think... Uh, we, you're going to be open then, right? And he's like, they're like, yeah. And he goes, oh, we're the I'm the comedian and you know, we left the we left the envelope there, so we're just gonna come grab it. They're like, "Yeah, no problem. We'll be open." We get there ten minutes before they're supposed to close. It looks like they left an hour ago. Wow! And then told Bird they wouldn't give me my money. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, it was fucked. Oh, this is one of the worst gigs I've had in a long time. It almost made me want to stop doing those gigs. See, that's a fucking scam right there. Right? That's, they just try to run. Fucking, they ran me. Yeah. But and it's funny because it's like my fault. That's like Every theft, though, bad dude. the fucking comedy working class number one. Get your money. <laughs> that's the that's the only thing you're told yeah. growing up when you're a kid. Like yeah. get the fucking money. Oh, you mowed the lawn? Did you get the money? No, you're, got, then you're bad, bro. So I got, when I moved to New York, like I had all these crazy jobs in Philly uh, growing up and everything like that. And then like I finally graduated college. It took me like 10 years to graduate college. I finally graduate college. I moved to New York. I get a job at advertising, uh, editing place. And uh, I'm in the mailroom and it's the first, I'm there, I'm with... Um, this dude, uh, Rob, old old dude, Rob, fucking cool, cool dude. Another like kid. He's a couple of younger than me, a couple of years younger than me. Because uh, I was like old. It took me ten years to graduate college. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was like six years older than everybody else. And then this other kid, Gary, who was just a New York kid, like uh, like black dude, like just you know always like <laughs> like he had like what year is this? Uh, Two thousand two. 2002 uh and so i got paid that day the first paycheck and um i didn't have a bank account so and neither did gary's gary's like oh we go down here and they'll they'll just cash your check for you at this bank they they, they made it they made (laughs) it take like a piece right for cashing it no the bank the bank would cash a check because it was of the same bank that it was oh oh, okay so north fork bank which is probably not a bank anymore so gary's like uh yeah, yeah yeah and then so now i got I don't know, two weeks worth of pay in my pocket. And and Gary goes like... And it's goes, all cash, huh? All cash. And um, so... Uh, and the job was just running cassette tapes up and down 
uh, 6th Avenue. So we were on 42nd, 43rd and 6th, and I would have to run to different, like... Uh, oh, like what the... You mean agencies. the product the cassette is. tapes of, yeah, like... It was okay. an editing facility, right? Okay. So, like, it was before the internet, really, where you could post videos, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you were, like, the easily. fucking gopher. You had so a I was just job. a gopher. I was just a runner. Because couldn't email then. I was That's a runner, hilarious. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because, yeah, you would, you would take, like... It was too like, large of a file to yeah, email. Yeah, yeah, So it would be on, like, a three-quarter inch tape. So we would just run. So I'm running around in the summer of, you know what I mean? Uh, I guess it was now. I guess it was winter. kind of badass, dude. It was cool. Oh, dude, it was awesome. I just moved to New York. I was yeah, like, this is a, so you, fucking Now you're like cool. learning the Walking area. Walking City Hall. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, just uh, everything about it was so cool. Uh, but now, so I have all my money on me and Gary goes, yeah, you should probably, you shouldn't, you shouldn't walk around with all that money on you. You should stash it here. And I look at him and I go, dude, who do you think you're talking to? What, who do you think you're talking to? You think I'm like this kid over here? I'm no dummy, dude. <laughs> I, I, you know where I buy? I buy fucking rocks, dude. I know how to buy crack, dude. Like, you think I don't know how to carry $600, $800, $1,200? I was like looking at him like, what? And, Rob, and the old man Rob just starts laughing, just losing it. He looks at Gary like, you think he's like the rest of these kids? <laughs> Yes. Oh, I'm gonna put my money behind the thing here. Yeah. Oh, hey, keep an eye on all this cash for me, will you, Gary? Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know what, dude? <laughs> I just love how instantaneously, if someone told me in regards to them being qualified for something, and they were like, "I know how to buy rocks, dude," <laughs> and that was like, "Oh, yeah, that guy's guy's not gonna hide his money." Like, he's, can't run that kind of easy ass scam on that kind of dude. It's like that right away gives a glimpse into your like, oh, this yeah, dude yeah, has yeah, probably yeah. done some wild shit. Yeah. He does not have many boundaries. No, <laughs> He's been scammed think. 50 different ways to fucking oh, Sunday. Dude, I've been, I can't even tell you how many times I've bought, I was in the middle of the night buying, trying to buy some crack and it was drywall. <laughs> like I can't even tell you how many times I've smoked drywall. <laughs> <laughs> and like knowing like, knowing like just like this is like this isn't it maybe well maybe it is <laughs> was it just so stepped on or it was actually actually mostly drywall, drywall? no it was actually drywall yeah. and you just kept going so well i'm feel... just let me just see if maybe some like, of it maybe there's some you think people who have an eating problem <laughs> would just they keep like it's like someone who has a plate of disgusting food in front of them but they gotta eat well, yeah, as much might, of the food as yeah, possible. Yeah, like this is this is most of this is rotten, but I think underneath yeah. it, oh. uh, <laughs> there might some oh. of this some of this pork lo mein looks might be good, <laughs> oh. which is something I've also done. <laughs> <I've>, it, <laughs> like, not high. I mean, it's like if you've done that sober, dude. I, I will eat leftover food, bro. I, well, that's not that's expired food that's left over and expired are very different wow that's i mean it's just a couple of days difference oh, that's dude. disgusting you want to throw up you should have been on those fear factor shits no i couldn't do that because that's no oh way. now you're drawing a line you're gonna eat old the hardened tuna but you're not gonna that stuff's safe safer than that kind of shit you eat that i don't waste food josh <laughs> That's what I how I was taught. That's my grandfather told you don't waste food. Now set up my lawn chair, <laughs> Eddie. Don't waste food and make sure the lawn chair is always ninety degrees towards the television. I like to be at a ninety, a good ninety degree. Make sure I have all three newspapers stacked up from all week long. It's funny, your grandfather and a guy who fucking runs some company on Wall Street. <laughs> Warren Buffett reads every newspaper. Well, so does Ed's grandfather in the lawn chair. 
Much like Warren Buffett. <laughs> My grandfather read every newspaper as well. In fact, he kept them stored in the garage. <laughs> You've been listening to the Working Class Holes. I'm Josh Accardo. You can follow me at Josh Accardo. And follow Ed McGowan at Ed McGowan Comedy. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, bro. man. First great show. Make sure you guys subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Later. You can listen to us on all major podcast platforms every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on Instagram at Working Class Holes. Also, make sure you watch the full show on YouTube. All you got to do is type in working class holes. And please don't forget to rate us five stars and tell a friend. Come on.